good or great ones by sheer virtue of his horatory crabbiness. Yes. As opposed to actually getting uh, good players or, uh, you know, retaining them. Which when, is like sort of unfair. <laughs> when they're coming up for free agency. Sort of like unfair to Tibbs in some ways because he did at one point have like a really good idea. And I think the mm-hmm. league to a certain extent has passed that idea by in terms of the way that – but I mean as a, he was a defensive genius, which is more than either of us can say. I don't mm-hmm. know that – I mean I'm a fast typist. <laughs> but there's only so many things that, you know, you can really lay claim to like that. The thing that's weirdest to me, I mean like so Tibbs – did finally get fired after grinding his team's best players into dust, and then the team slimed him on the way out or whatever. But the idea that John Paxson is still allowed to make these choices, that he's now overseen, you know, multiple teardowns, he's hired and fired five coaches, which is remarkable mm-hmm. for a team that has not even made an NBA Finals during his time there. Well, and also that he would be he would be committed from the sound of everything you're telling me to the exact same thing he's always been committed to when he's had the best version of that. He's, 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 he's had, uh, you know, functioning Tibbs on a good team with Noah and Butler like playing. Prime, yeah, well, or you like, know, like prime Derrick Rose when Derrick Rose was yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, you know, th- this, this, this whole experiment has been tried with a talented coach yep. and talented players, and it didn't quite work out. So maybe you try something yeah. different as opposed to, having a rando have um, anonymous, you know, like Greek league talents doing military style. It's fantastic. Because to me, like, this is weird. The NBA has, you know, this comparatively forward-thinking veneer on it, not just in terms of, like, social justice shit or whatever, Mm -hmm. but just in terms of teams are adaptive. They change their styles. They change their approach. They do change coaches. But also, like, coaches change, you know, Mm -hmm. that there's uh, in, in the job, or at least good ones do. And yet there are still, there's like this permanent class of shitty GMs that are apparently unfireable. Like Paxson would have to fire himself. And like he had talked about doing it before and Reinsdorf like declined to accept his resignation basically. Well, here, here's maybe the— But him, here, Ernie Grunfeld, there's like enough of these guys in the NBA that just basically apparently cannot be fired. Well, here, here's the question is like what does a, what does a GM do right. in the NBA? Because due to the salary structure of the league, the, you know, the salary floor— the salary cap and the restrictions on player motion, um, you're basically just doing administrative shit. Right. I mean, maybe a maybe a really good GM is better at finding the um, uh, anonymous fringe, Greek league talent. Yeah, the anonymous know. Greek league talent, or or you know, better at getting a guy who you know might be the eleventh guy uh, on, the, on the team out of the second round of the draft or yeah. whatever. But for the most part, it pretty much runs by autopilot and is run by the coach. Like, with the, okay, so you've got your Pat Riley type who's going to, you know, he's going to make the difference. He's a guy who could talk Kevin Durant into joining his team. That makes a difference. Um, I feel like the counterpoint to this, though. Generally, though, what do these guys do? I think you can see it when they're bad at it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that you can definitely, like, I mean, it's not, you can't blame Ernie Grunfeld for the fact that the Wizards are just a, a big poop, just a poop. Mm-hmm. Because they have, you know, John Wall and Bradley Beal is like, and Otto Porter is a good core. They just don't like each other. Now, it's not necessarily his fault. But at the same time, like, the other stuff, I mean, the, the ways and, like, the contracts that the players are locked into, the issues with the rest of the roster, which the GM constructed, like, you know when they're fucking up. I do think it's easy to overrate them, like, in terms of, like, who's a genius and who's not, because it is... You know, after the first five picks of the draft, you're kind of throwing darts. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you get stuff right and you luck into, you know, whatever Pascal Siakam turns out to be, like, actually really good. But, like, I don't even think that 
Masai Ujiri would tell you that like, yeah, I knew that Pascal Siakam would turn into, mm-hmm. you know, whatever Jimmy Butler plus or some shit. That's not fair to Jimmy Butler. But yeah. Then, you know, I think with uh with the coach stuff though, it's weird. I mean, I don't I think this is another area where you can hold a GM